opening track from the debut album by Swedish musician Tobias Karlehag. I'm grateful I came across him on a podcast myself, so I felt like continuing to spread his music by having him on this podcast too. The music in this episode is from the same album called Process, which came out in January this year. See the show notes for more details on the music and where to find it. My name is Tobias, uh, and uh, I'm at the moment mostly doing uh, recording and production and uh, producing since COVID. Uh, I didn't play too many shows, obviously. Uh, but I'm a musician uh, who studied um, traditional drums from the beginning uh, since 15 years, and I studied here in Gothenburg, where I'm situated now, uh, and I also studied in Delhi and in Istanbul for quite some time. Uh, and for the last few years, I've been more... I played a lot of folk and traditional, but uh, in the, like this last four or five years, it's been mostly classical, uh, oriental classical music with various chamber orchestras and ensembles and stuff like that. And uh, on the side of this, I've always been composing and doing scoring, uh, both for performance and video and stuff like this. And it's been with the... Like, no drums been involved then. Then there's been synthesizers and uh, uh, guitar and effect processors and such. So... I guess since since the last few years since I finished university I've been transitioning more to doing electroacoustic composition and since one two years I finally started with my solo project under my own name and released the album this year called Process so yeah from there <laughs> this is where I'm now and 
working on new music and and doing whatever you can as an artist when you can't play for people, sort of. Yeah, it's an interesting time for many of us, I think. And it seems like uh, there is a lot to get from that situation as well. Yes. A lot of things that one didn't have the time for before. Yeah, yeah. for sure. How did your journey as a musician start? Like, how far back does it go? Mm. I started when I was maybe five or six or something like this. Uh, my parents are not musicians, but my dad was sort of hobby playing guitar thing. So I guess it started there. And... Um, I don't know. For for a long time, like those first years, I went to to like music school and things like that. And I mean, in in the early years, I just thought of it like, yeah, I'm playing some drums. Then I'm going to soccer practice, and now I'm gonna do this, and nothing special. But it was first in in uh, uh, what is it? High school, university, um, uh, gymnastics, gymnasium. I started to pursue music more seriously and chose to study music instead of other other interests that I had. So I guess that that's when it I realized that it was something more than just a hobby or things like that. And then I've been playing drum sets a lot and guitar. And you use also a guitar when you make music on the synth, right? Yes, exactly. That's what you do in uh, process your first album. Yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that came out this year. Uh, yep. What what inspired the making of process? Um, oh, what inspired the making of process? Uh, I guess I I just guess I just keep falling back to it's been this um, uh, big change as I'm writing also in the in the album sleeve cover thing and uh, just transitioning from from these two worlds of music identity before i just took the leap i was accepted to the masters uh, here in in gothenburg for like further study with uh, folk and like oriental traditional music but i chose to instead go to this really uncertain path of a solo artist and composer. And, and uh, I guess everything that came with that decision and, and that uncertainty and and also like starting to take my electroacoustical work more seriously also. So I made this whole process album, one draft, one full album that um, I was very happy with. And then... I attended a residency a couple of years ago and um, just try, wanted to try something else like artistically within the electroacoustic field and did a concert on that, uh, which is the first track on the album. And then uh, when I heard that, <laughs> I understood that the whole album that I composed was shit. So I uh, I <laughs> deleted it and started all over, and that's I guess when uh, when I found like this is exactly what I want to do. Yeah. 
for this album. So yeah, <laughs> inspired by by um, self reflection and taking a leap for for the better or the, or the worse. Was it like the music itself that, in a way, inspired its own album? Yeah, I guess. Um, I've been I've been into ambient music for a long time, uh, and um, inspired by many many great artists, and I felt very compelled to do something similar, and and also um, when both with the traditional music. I, I didn't play too much Swedish traditional music, some, but uh, with that and also playing music in another language and some other stories, uh, it's always uh, like a barrier between between these things. And and I was when I started to do my own music uh, for me and not for something else uh, like a dance piece or something like this. I guess I was inspired by that also. So in one way, by the music itself, yes. Mm. As someone who knows almost nothing about modular synths, uh, when (laughs) when I listen to it, I have no idea what the performer is doing. And the descriptions in your posts in social media include words like ARBHAR and 4MS SMR and ER301 QPASS PNW can you enlighten me just a little bit so that I can be a slightly more informed listener on the next occasion yeah sure (laughs) glad to Um, (laughs) yeah it's um I I hear this comment sometimes about it's like some really strange other language, um, but um, I guess it's just very. Sometimes when I post things on Instagram, at least I just choose to really niche because yeah, niche the texts and also that's usually what gets the most conversation going. And it's also, yeah, people are asking me a lot, what are these things doing? And then when I write it, it's easier. <laughs> um, but every, all the things you mentioned now is different modules, basically. The name of them and um, how one patch them up, like how you use them in the, in this specific piece. And... Um, it comes with like a lot of knowledge of like basic synth- synthesis knowledge, I guess. So it's like different brands, different um, tools uh, for the instrument. Yeah. <laughs> what What's the first to know or mm. to learn? Um, um, I started with a standalone synth, like. Um, which was not modular, or I started in the computer with Ableton, and um, uh, I would say definitely start virtual. It's for free, <laughs> and it's a lot, a lot of tutorials out there, and it's more accessible. Like that's my main thing. I always want to say, oh, even if you want to go into modular, there is virtual exactly the same modules everything on the screen there you go but i guess one advice that i'm that i try to uh, live by is that since you can do anything 
like especially in in um, virtual uh, and also with modules it's like what what do you want to achieve it's the main thing like since you can do anything you have to know like what you want to do you have to know know something because with synthesizers you can do you can make music that I do. You can do just processing like effects. Um, you can make pop music or you can make <laughs> synthesizer that sounds like something else. Or, yeah, intention, intent, like what you want to do. And from there, you narrow it down super much, mm. super, super much. Like, do you want to use um, a keyboard when you play? Okay, if you use a keyboard, then it's so much easier. Everything is easier. Or do you want to make beats? Okay, then you can make it easier like that. Or do you want to use samples? So, so much information. Uh, and you have narrowed it down to uh, the guitar and field recordings. Yes. And the modules you're using. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. I have, uh, I'm very, very fortunate because here in the studio, a lot of other people are using, uh, URAC, the form, the format of modular synths. And, uh, which is just, uh, collecting dust, uh, in the different corners. So I can just take modules and try them out because that's one of the most, more difficult things with URAC modules. It's super, super expensive and unreachable. But I have the privilege to to just try things out before I buy them, and and basically it's mostly the same things by different manufacturers, but just different tweaks and stuff like that. So at the moment, gonna I'm planning some new investments of synthesizers, as you always do with this thing. And then I know, like, I want to be able to do quantized. Uh, voltage, which is like uh, forcing voltage into a scale, so it's not totally atonal. Like I can choose ma- major, minor scales, stuff like that. I want to do that. I want to do some rhythm. I want to do some drones. I want to do some processing, and uh, from there, you know, sort of what you need. Thank you. 
I encourage everyone to start with modular things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I came across you on the music production podcast, uh, which was uh, it was quite a coincidence because it's not a podcast I've been listening much to at all. No. Uh, but uh, the episode with you, uh, with you, was the uh, the first I listened to, and then I mm. I went home and found uh, your uh, album. It was like just after it was released, I think, this uh, mm. January. Yeah. And uh, my boyfriend and I have been listening to it so much. And wow. a month a month later, my boyfriend uh, felt compelled to buy uh, modulus and uh, this. Uh, it's a combination of modules can't remember how many of them yeah and with these uh, these wires exactly so you have already uh converted one uh, <laughs> one follower <laughs> i'm happy happy to hear this <laughs> yeah and it's at home so you know whenever people come over they go over and oh what's that and then yeah. they will get a, a demonstration and uh, it's so cool you know there are lights blinking yeah uh, things happening <laughs> yeah it's beautiful you studied in india for some weeks is that so yeah a couple of months in delhi uh as a percussionist yes exactly do you ever incorporate rhythm into your uh, synth music? Not uh, rhythm, yes. Drums, no. Not in my solo project. But when I compose for um, theater or performance or these sort of things, it's uh, super helpful. I have a lot, a lot of instruments and knowledge about different rhythms and so that's uh, just yeah super 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 handy <laughs> uh, and appreciated from the artistic director or whatever to be able to have a lot of hand drums and chains and these things and also i i do i also make like techno and more rhythmic music and then it's of course super handy but it's nothing like playing the drums it seems almost like you have some kind of yin yang like the percussion being this young energy of outward goingness and then you have the ambient which kind of they complement each other yeah yeah it's quite <laughs> satisfying to think about yeah is there something you would like to achieve as a musician I hope to um, be able to continue to explore my music and to collaborate with people and yeah, to stay with the like intimacy with with myself and with the music that I do and hope that uh, people will enjoy that and because that's what I will do anyway <laughs> and. Uh, and that it can be continued to be sustainable and, and I can do it for as long as I, I can do it. I just want to share my music and, and I really love cooperating with other people and, uh, just, uh, yeah, to be in, to be in a meeting with others and music and, and uh, yeah, it's very special for me. What would you say to someone who said that they wish they could play music, but they think they're not musical? Do you come mm. across these people sometimes? 
Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. All the time. Um, some people are, um, yeah, these people usually are sort of afraid of, of music sometimes. I, I, I see, like, if they see, if they see, like, an instrument in a room, they sort of just walk around it because, God forbid, if it would sound when oh. they touch it. <laughs> That's sort of the same for some people with dancing or writing. For me, I, n- I never write with paper and pen. I just use a computer. But when I'm going to write or draw, draw will be the one. Like it's the power of an empty white paper and I can do whatever I want. And I know it will be shit. So I don't do it. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, it's just the same advice. It's like, it's it's not about what you do is that's a craft craftsmanship yeah the the art is within you or I don't know how to say put it that's uh, for me that's how it is and uh, something I realized quite late I, I think I'm an artist and I do different things and sometimes I play music from the Middle East and sometimes I do ambient music so um, just try something that you like. And from there on, it will be quite, quite soon enough. You will f- figure out what you want to do. What about people who think they are too old to start playing an instrument? Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think it has to do with the music then. <laughs> no, but <laughs> too old. No, I mean, if, if you would start to, I don't know, base jumping from mountains, maybe I would say no, but music you can do it anyone can do it and um, if you feel this if you're feeling old and <laughs> and feeling compelled to do music then there, you should listen to that voice because mm-hmm. you, you don't know how much could be there <laughs> yeah. I don't know do you have daily routines yes sort of or I can tell you about the routines I have now daily, this temporarily two-year COVID routine. Like in the morning, I usually do some exercise and or meditation sometime. Like the morning is not so long, unfortunately. <laughs> then I take my bike and I go full speed in bike clothes to the studio. <laughs> And then I try to do mixing or like precision listening in the the morning before lunch. So I try to do that as much as possible and for as long as my ears can do it, usually six hours, and then I'm tired. And then um, I stay here or go somewhere else and do office work. (laughs) It's very sad that this is my routine now because um, I don't play so much music. And then I go home, watch tutorials and watch um, things on synthesizers, re- reading manuals, go for a run, I don't know. But uh, trying to learn as much as I can this this period of time and um, just preparing for go, going back to doing shows and, and things like this. And yeah, these couple of months, it's just been grinding work, like saving up some money, keeping myself like above the surface. And also, I'm going on a lot of residencies this summer 
to compose for some new albums and collaboration things. So trying to get all this normal work out of the way. <laughs> so you you actually do music for a living? Yes, exactly. What are your different income streams? I usually I do mostly um, shows. I do some. No, I can't say I'm teaching very sporadically. Um, I play shows and then I do some composition work. I'm 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 contact with a couple of labels who sometimes just want some music very quickly and I do that. Uh, I do quite much arranging for mostly percussion, but sometimes electronic things for other people's albums. And then, of course, a lot of recording as a recording producer, which can can be like me as a technician or me sitting down with some artistic director to finalize some some project and then writing for like late this past two years it's been a lot of scoring for bigger performance or dance or theater things that's usually like one or two months work which is really really nice yeah i'm starting doing one in in uh, october now a uh, premiere in october and that's the third show where I'm only using the modular to compose with and guitar. So that's uh, that makes me really happy. <laughs> or always uh, feature plants in your videos <laughs> do you <laughs> do you feel they thrive to the sound of electroacoustic music um, I would say uh, <laughs> they don't hear anything it's uh, all uh, in my headphones I don't have any speakers <gasps> so it's all uh, on sh- sham what do you call it? Scam. Uh, yeah. Um, 
But it's a good way to make my apartment look much bigger and nicer. <laughs> yes. Do you have any uh, plant care tips? Keep keep track of how how often you water your plants. It's a good. They they like it. And shake them a lot. Shake the plants? Yes. <laughs> Just gently so they can be feeling some kind of uh, imaginary breeze. That's good. And shower them a lot. But good. keep track on how often you shower them? Yes, once uh, once a month. And then, uh, I don't know what you call it, next nodding, like nutrition, extra, mm. bio, bio, eco, eco stuff. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> and be careful with the electroacoustic music then. Yes. Yes. I, I think they would uh, like it if I would have any speakers. Maybe they could get an imaginary breeze from that. Exactly. They would be good. <laughs> Just face play really, really loud, yeah. make them shake. <laughs> it's funny. I don't think about so much that I that the plants are there. It just brings some color. Ah, uh, last question. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to you to be a musician? What does it mean? Um, I immediately when you when you ask this question, I immediately think about conversations I have with friends, especially in these days. And I think about this word uh, perseverance to keep on going, like believing and staying true, these sort of words. Like, um, it's uh, not for everyone, of course, but for, for the ones who's maybe not into more... Um, mainstream, um, what you call it, generic music, this sort of thing, if you know what I mean. The ones who pursue what you want to do. I am, I mean, I, I just get so inspired by, by all my friends and colleagues who chooses to carry on and to just continue make music and work and yeah, just continue even though it's super, super tough. And, and even more so now and, and also the people who I work with a lot are so open also to help each other. Like, uh, talking about struggles and this openness and yeah, feeling that the feeling of like we're in this together sort of thing. And yeah, some, some, some kind of camaraderie, I guess I feel when I think of being a musician. Or an artist, even more when you get older and older, and people start to do other things, and yeah, for those who just keep going, like even doesn't mean you have to do it full time, but just keep on going. It's it feels good, warm, if you think about the positive things. Where can people find you? Ah, good question. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm on Instagram. I don't even know what. I have some name here. You can find me on Instagram, Tobias Online Carlahog. And there's more of process uh, diary doing things. And there's also, uh, you can find it on Spotify and on YouTube. It's just under the same name, uh, Tobias Carlahog. And, um, I would recommend you also to 
keep an eye out on my labels uh, Instagram as well, past inside the present. There are some new things coming up in the near future. Near would be a year or so. What would you like the reason to be for someone to reach out to you? Like, are you looking for uh, anyone to collaborate with or uh, uh, more students? Oh, um, yeah, I would love to to share knowledge with this Eurac um, uh, uh, modular thing. I, I just did it a bit for for my friends, but I would love to do. I've done it quite much with drumming. And uh, I like that as well. But, yeah, that would be nice to to just talk with people and and uh, share because it's sharing is very good. And also collaborations, of course, that would be really really fun to do. And uh, if if you're into this sort of uh, electroacoustic music or Electro music. There is a forum called Lines Forum. I think it's eight or six L's dot C or something, which is an amazing forum where I, where most of my inspiration came from, uh, where musicians like from the top, the most famous musicians and everyone who's developing scenes or taking photos in the like feeling of ambient or it's super nice super nice forum especially if you want to get into get into it sort of cool yeah
Thank you for listening. I'll include relevant links in the show notes so that you can listen to Tobias's music morning, noon and night and get in touch with him to share thoughts on the modular universe. The next episode will feature Vasile Bagyuk, who is a Romanian-born, now Norwegian citizen, artist, trombone player, composer, conductor, who lives pretty much as far north as you can live on the European continent. For any comments, my email address is in the show notes and on my website ragnilvesenberg.com.